everybody, this is Hunter here. I'm here with Scott and Colin. Gentlemen, how you guys doing tonight? Good, thanks for asking, Hunter. Oh, that's why I'm here. Colin, how about you? Yeah, doing swell, mister. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, well, that's great to hear, Colin. Um, we're here to talk about uh, a movie that's not doing so swell right now, and that is uh, Fantastic Four, which uh, is funny. I, I texted Colin yesterday. And we talked a few minutes before we went to go see Taylor Swift. Woo! But uh, oh my God, Taylor Swift! Oh my God, bad blood! Oh my God, oh my God! But um, we we talked a few minutes before about the movie, and we were just talking about how this movie was getting just beat down <laughs> with like every review. Um, it I was at work on Friday, and I was watching. I was like, can it stay above ten percent? And it, it couldn't. It's at like eight percent right now. Um, this, oh, this got beat down this weekend, so, but, but, you know, look, we, we've talked about this, we've said it over and over again, Rotten Tomatoes isn't gospel, and, uh, I'm the only one out of the three who, uh, went and saw this this weekend, but I was sitting there, I'm like, look, it's under, it's, it's under 10%, Hot Tub Time Machine 2, I think, is like at 14%, and I love that movie, um, so I was like, okay, this, this, you know, Ron Tomatoes has been wrong. Um, oh, guys, I'm sorry. This is this is dog shit. This <laughs> is so bad. I, oh, it's it's really bad. Um, so, so what? So what? Yeah. So why is it getting hammered? So what? Make what's? Yeah, I'm so. What's the biggest? Yeah, what's what's the people's biggest gripe about it? So so let's just jump in here. So. So, okay, you know, I'll, I'll give a synopsis first here. So basically, um, uh, Miles Teller, who we just saw in Whiplash, and he was so fucking good in there. I, I, I really I, like him. I, I, I enjoy, yeah, he was in that, of course, he's in Spectacular now. Um, me and Colin both saw that awkward moment, you know, that's his movie, we'll just pretend he never made. Michael B. Jordan, that goes for you too. But, um, but I think we all here really like Miles Teller quite a bit, so... When I heard he was cast as Reed Richards, I'm like, okay, a little young, but eh, okay. Um, so basically, he's this big science nerd. I mean, that's just the best way to put it. Um, and he's pretty much trying to develop a machine where you're able to trans, uh, uh, trans, uh, wow, I can't think of the term, transport, there we go, transport matter, and like have it, you know, break down and appear somewhere else. So um, he's working on this when he's like in third grade. Um, and this was in 2007 when the movie opens up, um, and then what's kind of weird is it jumps ahead to now, and they're telling you that Miles Teller is, like, 18, which, which, come on, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you think it's bad in the duff, it's really bad in the air, but, so, he does the same experiment pretty much at the school, trying to, you know, transport something to another dimension, um, bring it back, and, uh, basically he fucks up the, like, the lighting in the school and shatters a backboard, and they're like, oh, you're you're kicked out of the, you know, the school or the science conference, whatever. It doesn't really matter. So, uh, so basically, he is, uh, Sue Storm, played by Kate Mara, and her dad, who, um, is, uh, of course, Frank, uh, not for, uh, what's his name on House of Cards? The guy who owns the, uh, barbecue shop. I can't think of his, I can't think of his name now. Um, oh, you know who I'm talking about too. Yeah. Um, I Freddie. That's it. God damn it. Um, 
yeah, he of course plays Freddy, and he he's been in a bunch of shit too. Like I really like this guy. I want to say he was in he yeah he was in The Wire, one of my favorite shows. He played Norman, um, uh, Reg E. Cathy. He he's so good, and um, so he plays a Franklin Storm. So his daughter's Kate Mara. So you're like black. Wait, you're like black dad, white daughter. I'll get into that. And so. They meet Meet Richard, Reed, uh, Reed Richards, and they're like, "Oh man, you developed this thing. This toy fix uh, uh, falls into this thing that we're developing, and you figured out like what's wrong with our design. Come work with us. We're giving you a scholarship." So, that's the setup of the movie. But I'm gonna tell you guys right now, that's like 20 minutes in. Like the movie isn't really even started. You're just kind of like, "Whoa, you're just getting going with this." Um, to kind of slow down there for a sec. The, pro the biggest problem with this movie is pacing. This movie is all over the place as far as its tone. It doesn't know really how to keep a consistent tone. It never feels like it's building towards anything. I think that was the part that I was like the most amazed by. And I don't know if you guys have heard, so I, this is kind of why I want to have this do this review and have this discussion. Did you guys hear about anything like behind the scenes on this movie? Either of you? No. Okay, no. cool. Alright, cool, you're the first time you're hearing it. So, basically, according to uh, several insiders at Fox, because this has been leaking now, um, apparently three days before Josh Trank was supposed to direct this movie, who of course did Chronicle, um, apparently Fox just went up to him like, oh yeah, we're cutting these like three scenes, and apparently they were all action set pieces, and like, you know, big action set pieces. And so he had to totally just like flip the script around and all that. And the other big rumor is that the third act wasn't even directed by Josh Trank. Like they kicked him out of like the editing bay and they're like, yep, we got it. So as far as the movie's concerned, it is all over the place. Um, Tone-wise, like it feels like it's trying to be funny at points, which by the way, it rarely is. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who plays Johnny Storm, he had a little charisma, but it felt like they were like stifling him like they didn't even want him to be his normal charismatic self uh kate mara who i think we all agree is a great actress god she's so hot anyways but like as good of an actress as she is they're like well we kind of want you to be this like stoic bitch the whole time and then miles teller like he he uh and i love miles teller too but he he seems so bored just being in this movie, he just seems like he just couldn't give any less of a fuck. And I don't, and I don't know if that's because it was just dialogue or if he just didn't. He just like, I'm so over this. Um, the the big thing on this movie though is, so they set up all these like little things where you're like, oh, it's gonna build to something. So uh, Jamie Bell, who plays uh, the thing, uh, he's actually really good in this. Um, they have this thing that I don't recall there being in the comics, because, I mean, I'm a casual Fantastic Four fan, not a huge fan, but, um, they have this thing where he's getting, like, beat on, like, by his brother at home, and it, I don't recall that being in the comic, but, you know, they give him, like, this really, like, sad, uh, upbringing, kind of like Andrew and Chronicle, and I was like, oh, wow, there's some, there's some meat here, and then they kind of set up that, uh, Michael B. Jordan's Johnny Storm is mad at uh, his dad because it seems like Sue's like kind of the favorite because she's the big science geek and like they kind of set that up and then nothing ever comes of it. I'm just like stop setting up shit where 
you don't come back to it or address it. Uh, the big thing here, though, is uh, Doctor Doom, who's played by uh, Toby Kebbell, and I'm I'm totally blanking on what you've seen him in. Um, oh yeah, he was in Dawn of Planet of the Apes. That's right. That's the last thing I saw him in. And he was in Rock and Roll, so there you go. But he's a good, he's a really good actor. But guys, um, he's so bad in this. And like Doctor Doom has like the most confusing power set like ever in this movie because it, let me explain this to you guys so there, there's a point where you know he they're like trying to save him right they have him like strapped to a gurney and like all right we're trying to save you save you da, da, da. so he like sits up from the gurney right and just makes these two guys heads just explode just literally go boom it, but then we fight the fantastic four there's never even like an attempt <laughs> to do that move it's just like you could kill the four of them right now, it'd be over. But it's just like, oh, well, let me just, like, punch you. And, oh, force fields? Apparently I have those, sure. Like, the movie is just, it. it's so inconsistent. And it feels like this was, it's one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen. Some of the transitions between scenes are just, are fucking, like, they're jagged. They're, they feel really rushed. Um, Mr. Fantastic's powers, if you can call them that. Uh, you guys had Stretch Armstrong as a kid. Did did I review? <laughs> um, I think maybe my brother did. Scott, what about you? Yeah, I, I don't know if I had one, but I had played with one. I will tell you right now, if you guys had played with those Stretch Armstrongs, the, the effects would have looked better than they did for Mr. Fantastic in this movie. Like, every time he uses, uh, Miles Teller, uh, Reed uses his powers, it looks so clunky. It looks like it's ironic that we're talking about this. It looks like those stop animation. It looks like Wallace and Gromit, but not as crisp. Like it looks like the first run of Wallace and Gromit before they went through and like clean everything up. It's really bad and clunky. Um, I like the thing in this. He looked actually really cool, even though I just couldn't get to pass he past the fact he wasn't wearing like trunks or anything. So you don't ever get to see any, like you know thing thing dick or anything like that. But it's just. <laughs> but it's just kind of weird that he's not even wearing tights or I'm like come on guys really but this movie though man it it's it's a hundred minutes and it felt like two hours it really did and yet it, it did nothing with all this stuff it set up um Reed is established in the Marvel comics as the smartest guy in the Marvel universe he's smarter than Stark smarter than Strange smarter than Hank Pym and there's this point where he's like figuring out this formula and Doctor Doom just comes up behind him and he races it. He's like, "Oh, he's like, no, this is right. This is it." And you're just like, "Well, you're just undercutting that this guy is smart. Why the, what the fuck are you doing?" And I'm gonna tell you guys the point where I just went. This isn't gonna get better. So they they discover this dimension, right? And they're like, "Oh wow, we might be able to live there or something." Or and uh, Victor Von Doom, uh, before he's Doctor Doom, he's like, "Well, maybe this world just needs to perish." He, and he says it from out of nowhere, like, it's just kind of like this really unforced thing, and then Sue, without missing a beat, just looks at him, she's like, whoa, Doctor Doom over here, and I'll just like, boo, and I wow. it. It was one of those lines, I was just like, god damn it, movie, it's like, I am trying to give you guys some rope here, and you're just not, you're not helping yourself, um... Yeah, okay. I, I feel like I've been talking a while. Yeah, you, I, you, what questions do you have, guys have? Throw, throw, get, throw them at me, because <laughs> I've just been ranting. 
Um, I saw. I just. I have a comment because I was. I was reading some reviews on this earlier, trying to just like gauge of like what is going on with this movie that was making it so bad. I found this one I just thought was really funny. That like, so there's. It was talking about when they meet Johnny Storm and he's driving a car and like the engine explodes, and then it says. Uh, 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 doctors or Doctor Storm tells Johnny he can't have the car back unless he comes to work at the Baxter Foundation or whatever. Yeah. Then he's like, the rationale for his inclusion is he can build anything, and then the critic was like, except of course a car engine that doesn't explode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that is the thing, though. Like, cause they he's that's the first thing he says. He's like, we don't need like Doctor Doom's like, we don't need any more help. He's like. He can build anything, but I was like, wait a minute, his car just exploded like two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading through that and I was like, that's like the best, like, contradiction ever. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you one thing right now, so, you know, Reed and Sue, one of the, the, one of the coolest actually relationships in the Marvel Universe as far as, like, a marriage, it's really cool, like, how they play it out. But in this movie, there is no chemistry <laughs> between Miles Teller and Kate yeah. Mara at all like there's nothing and the only thing that kind of helped with this movie is that michael b jordan like he's clearly the one trying like as shitty some of the dialogue is that they gave him i got a couple chuckles out of some stuff he said just because of the way he delivers lines you know and how uh, charismatic he is by the way looking so for the creed so hopefully that's good but uh, like he was good and then there are a couple. There was this one scene where you f- see Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan, you know, talking because they're brother and sister in the movie. And I'm like, okay, you're gonna talk about how one of you's adopted, right? Are you gonna address that? No. Oh, all right. Like the way they explain it is so throwaway. I'm just like, guys, there's a good storyline here you could play out, and the movie just. I don't know if it doesn't care. Or, or what the fuck it is. This is the third time Fox has made a Fantastic Four movie, and they cannot get it fucking right. It, it, it's, it's bothersome to no reason, to no <clears throat> end, because there's a perfect Fantastic Four movie out there. It's called The Incredibles. Like, fucking watch that and take notes from that on how to do this. Um, the I used to watch... Fantastic Four used to be... I don't know if it... I used to, I used to have it, like, right there with X-Men... Like, uh, because I used to watch the cartoon shows, and I love, I think I might have liked Fantastic Four more, mostly because of the Human Torch. The Human Torch was always, like, the greatest. He was, like, up there with, like, Wolverine and Spider-Man, you know, in my book. No, the Human Torch is badass, and it's just, and you never get that feeling of there being, like, they clearly didn't let Michael B. Jordan be Johnny Storm. Like, the script just didn't allow him to be that cocky, you know, arrogant, arrogant guy. Um, Reed Richards, I never felt like he was the brainiac that he is in the comics. Um, Sue, uh, Kate Mara's character, who's arguably the strongest on the team, like, when she gets her powers, it was just like, they practically, like, quarantined her for, like, the next 30 minutes in the movie. I'm just like, why even have her here? And then... And then the thing, like, the he's obviously pissed at Reed because you know he got 
by far the worst out of everyone. You know, he's a big giant rock monster who <laughs> that doesn't have a dick apparently. But, <laughs> but like, there's this point where he like looks at him after helping catch him. He's like, I'm not. He's like, Reed, look at me. I'm not. I'm not your friend. And that lasts for like five minutes until he's like, Oh, we're good again. I'm like, God damn it, move. Like, like. What was that? What is happening, Scott? Uh, it's just the uh, thunder. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay, god. Is it really loud? Yes, that yeah. was very that was very loud. But <laughs> thank you. Well, well, we're just we're just kicking up the budget on our background music. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just trying out some props. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're gearing Just up for get a little ambiance for talking about the thing, not having a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, this this movie it has ideas. There are these ideas where it's like, if you just brought in a punch up writer, I'm gonna keep suggesting Pat Patton Oswalt to write a comic book movie because I think he'd do yeah. great with one. Like, so was the was it like it was like it was like trying to be like super dark like Batman Begins type of thing? That, that that's exactly the problem. With it. Like it wasn't it wasn't never felt like really fun. Yeah, and like the thing is with Marvel comics in general is like they do have their dark comics, you know, Daredevil, Moonlight, Moon Knight to name a few, but they are usually funner comics with dark stuff sprinkled in. And while the Fantastic Four definitely has had some dark uh, runs in their history, especially in the, the Ultimate Universe, it's a more fun, you know, dynamic family, dynamic comic. And this didn't capture any of that at all. I never even felt like they were friends, let alone a family, until like the last three minutes where they pull a Fast and Fur- like they pull a Furious Seven. And they have they might as well brought Vin Diesel in to say family over and over again because <laughs> all of a sudden then it's like oh yeah we're we haven't really been friends this whole time but we're a family and and okay and the last fight scene because I was like okay maybe this will be something oh my god I don't even know how they beat Doctor Doom like it's just one of those things like he ends up in this portal that he opened but the way he even ends up in the portal is kind of like alright, what? And the movie's like, oh yeah, well they beat him, aren't you happy? I'm like, not really. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel like they beat him at all. And and, and just the, the power, the power of everyone just looks weird. Like, <coughs> like Sue's like, force fields look cool, and I, I liked when the Human Torch flew, even though it didn't happen too often, but the, it, it, just, it just looks weird, especially... Um, Reed Richards stretching, and it just looks really creepy. Um, the one thing I will give this movie, besides me liking the cast, is that when they first get their powers, because you know, like when you see like Spider-Man, like you know, it's kind of scary for a second, but then it's like, oh, I can climb walls. That's fucking cool. Um, Reed Richards wakes up and his limbs are just fucking stretched, and it's pr- it, it's like this really crazy like horror element to it. And so like they see they show Johnny, and he's like freaking out he's like you know he's like screaming like oh my god what's happening to me and he's like he he can't get he's not at the point where he can control the flame on so he's freaking out and like sue is fading in and out of consciousness and at points she's making herself invisible and then you hear the thing like screaming because he's like still trapped like underneath his own body like it was like this really cool little segment that kind of reminded me of a watchman and the uh, Dr. Manhattan portion, when he becomes Dr. Manhattan, I was just like, whoa, like, this little portion right here is such a cool segment. Like, like it, 
it, it was really well done. I was like, oh, if you could have just, if you could have built off this, maybe you could have saved yourself. But to, to get to my final thoughts here, this didn't piss me off as bad as uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine did. It didn't make me as mad as, like, I don't know, like Spider-Man 3. But the more I started thinking about it and just the cast they had, and the fact they had a $120 million budget, which isn't a lot, but fuck, District 9 was like 30. <laughs> and the fact that the effects, for the most part, look this bad, and like that this movie takes place in like three places <laughs> to clearly save on budget. And that it's just a waste of time. Um, as I told one of my friends today, I was like, if I was hungover, I would find a way to get up if I couldn't find my remote and just change the channel, because it's, it's so goddamn boring and lifeless. So I gotta give a, a go fuck yourself just on that. Um, Fox, don't make Fantastic Four anymore. Seriously. God damn it. Give the rights back to Marvel. You can keep X-Men, but fuck. Like, leave Fantastic Four alone for a while if you're gonna keep the property. It's, it's really bad, guys. So I'm actually kind of grateful you didn't get to see this, so... Yeah, there you go. So, not good, but, uh, you know, so, eh. It, it, <laughs> I, I, just, I honestly just don't know what else. Oh, yeah, and by the way, um, no, there's no post-credit anything. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. So, don't, don't stay until after, the tr after the credits. There's, there's nothing. It's just. Well, oh, that's funny. Yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of the, the cherry on top. Um, so, you know how, like, at the end of Avengers, in spoiler alert, I don't care, but you know at the end of Avengers, they tease him saying, like, Avengers Assemble? Like, I was like, okay, that's a, that's a cute little, you know. So, there, so the thing at a point at the end of the movie goes, like, oh, man, this new, this new place we have, which, by the way, the government just gave them this facility, <laughs> by the way, at the end of the movie. They're just like, oh, well, we want to be able to, like, you know, do our own research about you guys, buddy, and, and the government just like, oh yeah, we'll give you this building that's off the books, <laughs> and we'll keep it completely funded, and oh hey, don't worry about it, we won't intrude at all, I'm just like, oh, okay, sure, but, so, you know, they show up, and the thing's like, oh my gosh, this place, it's uh, incredible, and Reed, Reed Richards like, god, we, got, we need a name, you know, we, we need a name, and the thing's like, God, this place is fantastic. And I was just like, God damn it, movie. Like, oh, really? Boy. I was like, come on. And then, like, Reed Richards, like, looks at him and is like, guys, that's it. We're the fantastic. And then it cuts. I'm like, derp, a derp, a derp. I'm like, movie, you just you can't help yourself, can you? So, yeah, just after I saw that, I'm like, yep, just go fuck yourself just because you, you couldn't help yourself, could you? So... Yeah, not very good, but <laughs> but I digress. So, guys, would you did you guys see Fantastic Four? Seriously, go see Ant Man again. Go see Rogue Nation. Like, go see go see Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> Just don't go see this. <laughs> and oh, before we get out of here, I totally forgot. It didn't even win its weekend, by the way. So, uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, let's see. Um. So Mission Impossible came in at a I want to say it's 20, I believe it's 28 million. So it didn't even win its weekend. And I mentioned earlier the budget on this 
is 120 million. So, yeah. What did it make? Uh, I'm getting the exact number for you right now. I believe it was 26 million, but let me double check. Uh, oh wow, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, 26.2 million. Um, so the movie costs 120. <laughs> And then at least they're saying about another twenty million in marketing, so yeah, not the best start. And uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation remained number one, twenty-nine point four. So good job, Tom Cruise and everybody. But Fantastic Four, you are off to a really bad start. So yeah, this this might be our top five next weekend, honestly. So it'll be interesting to see how this does. But anyways. Guys, what did you think of uh, Fantastic Four? Did you guys see it? Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Follow us here on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash therealpineapple775. Like us on Facebook at therealpineapple. Follow me on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Follow Scott on Twitter at... Newman the first. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at... Buster Good Boy. <laughs> That's a great Twitter handle. Alright guys, thank you so much. We're going to be on a hiatus for next week because... I'm heading out of town, but when I get back, I think, oh god, something else comes out this month, I can't think of what it is now, I'm totally blinking, but, uh, yeah, something comes out that we'll, we'll have for speeds for, <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, the man from UNCLE comes out in the direct <laughs> reaction, cause I, oh god, that, I, that looks so, have you guys seen the trailer for that? For what? Yeah, the trailer doesn't look great. The man from Uncle. Yeah, I like that they're just like, it'll make you forget Bond, or something like that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm still gonna remember Bond. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Stupid next Stupid ass movie. trailer. Yeah, the, the, the next Bond movie has Drax the Destroyer, Daniel Craig, and uh, Christoph Waltz. So it's like, I don't think I'm forgetting Bond anytime soon. Oh yeah, Street Out of Compton comes out on Friday. I'll go see that. Oh, hell yeah, yeah I'm, I'm seeing Street Out of Compton. Out of Compton. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see that. I'll go see that before I go see. Damn sure before I go see Uncle or whatever. It's the same guy as the Lone Ranger. I'm not gonna go see you anything else. But, but <laughs> you know, if you guys want to go see the Man from Uncle, let us know what you, why you want to go see the Man from Uncle. Because <laughs> I haven't talked to one person who wants to go see that. But I'm I'm very curious if it will make any money. I, the only reason I would see is because Guy Ritchie is doing it. See, and that's my one, that's the one thing, but still. Still. <laughs> like, I love Guy Ritchie. Oh, it's a remake. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, the first one was 1964. Well, ugh, they should have kept it in 64, because it looks really dumb. But, regardless. But, uh, thanks guys so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, well done, everyone. That was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Yay! Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of you guys. I thought the MVP goes, should go to Buster. As it always should. Because he's been sleeping. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> Most valuable stuff goes to Buster. <laughs> Most valuable stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right so actually even David ugly fat Frenchie that's all oh poor little guy he's a cute duck though yeah oh Colin oh 
We didn't talk about Get Hard. God damn it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you guys saw that one? Yeah, you know, can we do that? Do you, do you have that in you real quick? We can just get through that real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to get up really early tomorrow all morning. All right, well, but we'll, you guys we'll, can we'll, totally do that we'll, one. We'll, we'll do that some other time. So, all right, real quick, guys. So, um, if we can watch, um, I think it comes out on Redbox this week. If we could watch... Actually, it's next week, so that's perfect. We're going to do a review of Hot Pursuit, starring... Reese oh, Lincoln. God, kill me. Because <laughs> uh. yeah, I watch that by myself, but we are going to do a review on that one. And then uh, we can do a review of... Um, what was that movie you told me about, Scott? Uh, Outlander? That Nicolas Cage movie? It's on Netflix now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do a review of that one, too. So New yeah, Nick Cage. It's yeah, the classic. So, Alright, so yeah, we'll plan on those guys. But uh yeah, I'm gone till Monday, so I'll hit you guys up uh then. But uh Scott get some sleep and thanks guys, I really appreciate it. Alright, have fun yeah. you dude. Yeah, have fun at the dick sucking convention. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fucking zing. <laughs> Alright, have a good night guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs>